Wow. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome. It's been a while. It has been a while. We did. I feel like we recorded <coughs> under the shadow and then mm-hmm. we recorded all the film snobs, superlative stuff. And now we're back with uh, the second pick for movies of the Middle East. Codename Mommy. Mommy. I like mom, Mommy. <laughs> hey, uh, Andy. Oh, yeah. We got a guest on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. One we, we, had, have, we have not had this guest in a long time. Welcome Andy Harding. Thanks, dude. Apparently, at one point, I was like one of your most common guests, but now I'm probably in like fifth place, I'm guessing. Yeah, when we all used to live together, it was... How many times? I think I was six or seven. Yeah, you're you're, you're still top three, maybe number one. Yeah. Hey, what was your favorite movie of 2022, now that we've got you on? Yeah. Man. Maybe 3,000 Years of Longing. Actually. Whoa. Wow. I did we, like we that We didn't one. even talk about an unmentioned that. movie. Yeah. It, it was on my list of honorable mentions, but yeah. Uh, no, we I didn't. feel like I'm missing one that really was my favorite, but that one was <laughs> underrated. I know, like, we've talked about, I was not a big fan of everything, everywhere, all at once. I think that movie sucked. Right. So <laughs> so. That'll make Honestly, and then I watched, I watched 3,000 Years of Longing, you like, suck. two weeks later, and then I was like, this is what everything, everywhere, all at once should have been. It's a completely different story. <laughs> Hello, guys. Like Welcome it. to the I Hate Everything Everywhere All at Once podcast. I'm your host, Jared Kloss. No, Jared. Oh, boy. Well, I, have, Andy, I, I have a proper greeting for us. Oh. Yeah. Let's hear it. Uh, no, it is Makhraban Bikum Fibukas Film Snobs podcast. Welcome to the Film Snobs podcast. In Arabic, yeah. Wow. Where'd so, you learn that? Uh, it, it's Arabic. I learned it online. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting we're doing... I heard a guy say, welcome to the Film Snobs podcast. I didn't know you were full, man. That's cool. It's that a- had taken years. It's interesting we're doing... Um, <laughs> Shukran. <laughs> Shukran. Uh, we're doing uh, Middle Eastern movies because mm-hmm. Ramadan is currently going on. Here we go. That's why I did don't it. Don't rob my dog. No, <laughs> not, not actually. Wow. That, I'm glad that, I'm glad wasn't, that wasn't on, on pod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Probably caught it anyway. Cool. Well, guys, uh, it's my pick, and uh, I toiled for a while of, over what I was going to pick, but ultimately, I went with something that was in my watch list. Um, it's a movie from, uh, we've all seen, I believe, Andy, maybe you've seen this too. Cody, I don't know if you've actually seen this, but I know me, Eric, and Jared have. Um, we have all seen one of his movies. Um, we've all seen... I've seen more than one. I yeah, want to point out I've seen like eight or nine like, or that's the, We've all yes, seen... Yes, Jared, we know. We've all God seen Certified gosh. Copy, which was done by Abbas Kiristami, so I'm picking another movie by Abbas Kiristami. Ooh, uh, it's a movie from 1987. Um, it is called Where Is the Friend's House? Oh. Um, it's 83 minutes long. It's on Criterion Tight. Channel. Don't waste um, mis amigos casa. Uh, <laughs> don't as achar, This is not. No, no. This is not going to go well. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> We're going to get in trouble. Machraban. Um, Jared's squirrely today. The film's nuts. But yeah, we've been, uh, this has been on my watch list for a while. Um, it's connected to, oh, we can talk about it later. Uh, Jared, you'd know more that like there's like a trilogy what's the name of the trilogy that this is connected oh, to oh man the Kroger trilogy the um <laughs> not the grocery store <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Croker yeah. Croker trilogy Croker yeah Croker trilogy the K-O-K-E-R Croker also I want to point out our, uh, we'll talk about it later but our guest Andy Harding has some Middle Eastern heritage so he might bring he might bring some perspective that uh, we don't have wow well, well, do you actually mm-hmm. true story you both look Arabic 
Thank you. This thing's right. never going to air. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, uh, I'm excited to, to watch this with all of you guys. Um, yeah. I'm stoked. Let, let's give it a whirl. Let's go. Where is the friend's house? Where is the friend's house? Okay, let's go watch it. Where'd all my friends go? Bastank. We're recording. We're rolling. Whose Hi. Is this? Hey, Hi. where is my friend's house? Hi. Well, welcome back, guys. We just finished. Where is the friend's house? Some, I think, translations might say, "Where is my friend's house?" But I prefer the. Yeah, mm. on like even on Criterion, it's "Where is the friend's house?" Machaban. Welcome. <laughs> welcome. Namaste. Machaban. Matzah ball soup. Um, uh, that's not Arabic. <laughs> Amanpour. Uh, I'm saying character names. I'm not being weird. Yeah. <laughs> so we just finished the movie. I thought it, it was a lovely time. Delightful. Um, Delightful. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's just go around and get everyone's uh, initial reactions as we do. Let's start to my left with our guest, Andrew Harding. Hey. Uh-oh. Oh, good. He's ready. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's definitely not my type of film. Hmm. I'll start there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in hot. That being said, I also was very tired. So initially I was worried at first I'd fall asleep because it's very slow. Mm. <laughs> but I was like invested though. Like mm. I wanted this kid to find the house. Yeah. And spoiler alert, as you already mentioned, he never found the house. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah. That's what I got. Great. Love it. Love it. Jerry, Andrew you, Harding. You, hey, Andrew Harding. I'm like you. I'm really tired right now. That movie made me want to fall asleep. But yeah, guess what? We got an hour to go. So I'm going to wake back up. It doesn't I was, have to be an hour. I was, let's start at the beginning. Jerry, how many times have you seen this? This is just round two for me. Okay. Let's when start. did you see it first? Eight, nine years ago. Okay. So I didn't really remember Whoa. a lot of it, actually. Um, let's start at the beginning. Abbas Kiristami, probably the greatest Middle Eastern director. At least the most world-renowned. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got bops such as Where is the Friend's House, um, Life and Nothing More, uh, Through the Olive Trees, my favorite of the Coker trilogy. Yeah. And then we fast forward, and Abbas does his best work when he's an old man, and he's not even in Iran anymore. We're talking certified copy, like someone in love. And then whatever t- you call 24 frames, um, the Eiffel Tower shows up in that one. Yeah, um, He's got a palm door as well. He's got a palm door for Taste, taste of Cherry. Yeah, which... Wasn't my favorite. Which I didn't love round one, but maybe Uh if I go back, I'd appreciate more. So uh, big love to Abbas, um, even though I think his later work's his best. I think this movie's pretty good. I like it. Um, It's like a parable. I've never seen a movie that is so obsessed with the theme of (coughs) persistence before, so that's fun. We can talk about that later. It's all about persistence and authority, in my opinion. Yeah. and there's some good shots. It's nice and simple. I really like the kids. The kids are great and funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's all right. It's good. Yeah. I like it. Great. Eric? Eric? I liked it too. Um, not what I thought. Not what I thought this was going to be. Yeah. I, I like I like your note on um, the theme of persistence because, yeah, I think I, I need to know if this is a part of... Um, Middle Eastern culture, but like, do they, do they just like 
keep nagging and 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 <laughs> like never giving up on on <laughs> the thing that they're like hey you should you should do this thing you should do this thing no i don't want to they no do, but you should, you should and poche you should you should and then it just goes on and on and on and then it's it, it's it's like a battle of of attrition. It's just like who's gonna quit first, right? And you might be there for like five minutes, just like saying no, go away. <laughs> uh, I thought that was hilarious, but um, yeah, I liked how simple this was as an idea, and um, yeah, some some beautiful um, shots which we can talk about later. But um, yeah, pretty simple, pretty basic, but. Yeah, I, I haven't seen a ton of his his work, but um, but this was this was a first time watch for me. Yeah. I enjoyed. Great, Cody. I also really liked it. This is my first movie from this director. Oh, really? Oh, but uh, I also really liked it for its simplicity. I think that's something I've mentioned a few times on the podcast of movies I enjoy right now. Cody hates complexity. Let me get mm. this out there, guys. <laughs> he he got to tell you. He wants you to tell him what the it movie hurts. Means. My little boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I thought I thought it was like very sweet movie. I thought it was you know, kind of sad at times and Mm -hmm. just the smallness of this boy and his voice at times is like barely a whisper and just the tediousness of his life and, and things. (laughs) It was like, it was a roller coaster, honestly. Uh, but I really liked that. Yeah. I thought it was really fun. I got, yeah, I, I got good vibes from it. It I love the music too. Oh Yeah. It made me think, like, it was my life that tedious when I was that young? No. <laughs> yeah, I, but yeah, it, mm. yeah I, I felt nervous. I felt mm. happy. I felt mm. all sorts of things. And it was just a simple little movie. Right. Fun, fun. fun yeah. Fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it, too. I think, like uh, Andy and Jared, I was also pretty tired. So I was like, uh-oh, did I pick a... <laughs> I picked a pretty slow-moving movie. Snoozer. Um, but, yeah, I, I think mm. I like the concept of like the innocence of this child and like the innocence and kindness of like just wanting to return his friend's notebook so he doesn't get in trouble. (laughs) And that's just such a simple story, but it's really cute. Um, yeah. And yeah. Um, so like a brief overview for the listeners, uh, there is, it follows one boy who, um, is trying to return his friend's notebook, uh, he accidentally takes his friend's notebook after school and um, the, his friend got chewed out at school earlier that day and said, like, if you forget your notebook again and, like, don't do your homework, you're going to be expelled. And so the little kid <laughs> realizes after strike. school, uh-oh, he took his friend's notebook. And so he's like, I have to return this notebook to my friend or he's going to get expelled tomorrow. And so mm-hmm. and it'll ground, be his fault and same ground rules as district 11, Colorado yeah. Springs, Palmer <laughs> high school. You forget your notebook three yeah. times. You're out. of <laughs> so He's like, yeah, the whole movie he's going around to <laughs> houses, uh, for, to like a different village and mm. kind of goes around looking for his friend's house. Um, and he encounters some people along the way. Um, I like the way the kids talk to each other. It felt mm-hmm. almost Wes Anderson, like dialogue wise, <laughs> like when the two kids are, talking back and forth yes. like they're talking almost like adults yes and it's like i noticed that too yeah i thought that was funny 
very um, adult they're all dressed as little adults yeah too. yeah like little blazer yeah uh-huh. <laughs> i think some shots if you sped him up and had some peppier music and then it cut faster it'd be like that's what's Anderson. well even when he's running up the <laughs> yeah, hill, yeah up the hill. and yes. even the music there just kind of sounded like darjeeling limited a little yeah. bit yes um, mm-hmm. yeah. i was trying to rack my brain for what that reminded me of that's what it is yeah darjeeling limited yeah yeah yeah, this is actually inspired by the Kate Bush single "Running Up That Hill" from 1984. <laughs> off of Hounds of Love. <laughs> Make a deal with God. Abbas did it nice first. Job. Stranger, whatever. S- stranger things. Things. It's, it's the word you're looking for is things. <laughs> it's the word you use when you can't think of other words. <laughs> stranger uh, thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, there good. is a theme, Jared. You brought up of authority and. Um, I wonder if we could talk to that a little bit. The the mm. um, the kid Ahmed experiences, I think, like run. He runs into like his his mom, and she's like, "Do your homework," but then also she's like, "Do your homework." Like keeps persisting, like you have to do your homework. But she's like, "Go get me that washcloth. Go do this." Like it's yeah. like he really wants to go return this notebook, but she's like, no, you have to do your homework and you also have to do what I want you to do. Yeah. And like the same thing happens with, uh, the granddad, um, mm-hmm. rad granddad alert. <laughs> 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 go get me my ciggies. Yeah. When the, the, they encounter the grandpa and he's like, <laughs> go get me my cigarettes. And like, then he goes on a whole rant to his friend who I don't think was totally bought in on the idea. He's like, <laughs> yeah. every day, my dad, every week my dad would give me a penny and then every other week he'd give me a beating some days he'd some weeks he'd forget the penny but he never forget the beating i'm like oh my gosh <laughs> it's like it's to teach us a lesson yeah what do you think is going on here with boomer-ish like right yeah. there. um with like different generations and uh, authority yeah. stuff going on there. i had i had a i had a thought because it was like was it that um what was this kid's name again Amen. Uh, ahmed ahmed yeah was it that ahmed was um soft-spoken and so nobody was like understanding or paying attention to what he was saying, or is it that they were just like, just ignoring children or is it that all children are soft spoken because of like the authority figure type thing where like you don't speak. Well, yeah, no one was speaking back to any adults, but it was like, you don't like raise your voice to an adult or something like that. And the only time this kid ever raised his voice was when he was like yelling to go to say like, Hey, is that you over there? And it was, he was like on a hill. Um, but yeah, I mean, he was just so soft spoken, but it was like every authority figure was just like ignoring this kid Mm -hmm. or like telling him to do something or like just not listening to him. He was like, I got to return this notebook. And his mom was like, do your homework. And it just like, it was like nails on the chalk. I was just like, you're not listening to this kid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like every response had nothing to do with what that kid said. And it drove me crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you saw that, uh, you know, multiplied. I mean, to the point where the door salesman just didn't even acknowledge the kid ever. Mm-hmm. Like not even once, unless he needed something from the kid, which was, you know, he got his notebook, right. but yeah, I don't know. It was, it was so strange and it, it, it irked me. Hmm. I don't know why. Yeah. The problem for this kid is that everyone who's older than him is an authority figure. Yeah. So like he's supposed to go get bread, but he can't go get bread because the guy wants to use his notebook and then he can't even ask the guy what to do because, so it's like, he's got all these things pulling him in all these different directions so that he actually can't do anything well. 
Right. Yeah. Which is a bit of a bummer. Mm-hmm. Sure. I was just going to say, you see that implied with virtually any other kid they focus on too. Like the kid whose back hurts is the kid that's carrying milk implied every day. Oh uh, yeah. Um, I didn't even notice yeah, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or any, there's, there's a few other moments like that too, that I noticed. That's just all point. the kids are these like passive, like, okay. Just kind of looking at the adults with concerned eyes because they're being chewed out when they're all like clearly like the implication is they're being chewed out at home they're being chewed out at school and then they're chewed out by their grandfather mm-hmm. other than i found it interesting because it's only kids that had adult type conversations with him yeah <laughs> until he meets right. like the old retired washed up man yeah which still then becomes yeah. stressful at the end when he's so slow <laughs> but he's like so kind and he's the only adult that treats him with any sort of kindness even yeah. though he yeah. sends him in the wrong direction right <laughs> spoiler alert <laughs> yeah. I, have, I have a question mm-hmm. that relates to this so this at the beginning of the movie it pops up it says like presented by the like intellectual like association for the intellectual formation of children mm-hmm. yeah which makes me think do you think they were portraying this authority and the kid having to follow it as a good thing? Was it subversive or was it just culturally what you think it was? Was this just e- educational propaganda yeah. movie? <laughs> I was wondering that at the beginning. I was I like, know. I was wondering if that text was about the movie or in the movie or something like, I don't know. I think it's subversive to... I'm, you said this was, movie was made in 87. Yeah. So to the culture probably at the time, I've read three books on Afghanistan in the last year. So I've been reading on Middle Eastern culture and it is really interesting to read about authority and the Taliban and Muslim culture and stuff. Obviously, Afghanistan is a very different country than Iran, but they mention Iran and they talk about Tehran several times too. And just the, the amount of respect for elders and generation that's really important so i imagine mm. it felt like this movie was honoring the fact that the kids are the ones that actually treat each other with respect pretty much <laughs> and yeah the kid like looks out for his friend and that's the whole point of it i felt like it was very honoring in a culture that likely in a time too in a culture that likely did not value children very highly mm. and yet it's saying like he's the he's the character that has integrity and has care and per, like you're saying persistence. Mm. Yeah, so I feel like it was subversive. That's my thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think so too. I think um, yeah. There were a lot of interesting power dynamics. Like I thought it was interesting that the mom got way nicer when the dad was home. Like she wasn't as like loud or like mean to the kid. Oh, you think that was why. <laughs> I think partially, yeah. Oh, okay. And I read dad, that differently. The dad didn't even say or do anything. He's no. just like trying to get a radio to work the whole time. Like he yeah. doesn't even have lines. And she was like way more chill around him. Hmm. And then, do you think it was him or do you think, because where I, I think it is, uh-huh. which could be wrong, is she might've felt a little bad for how she treated him earlier because she realized, oh, this actually really mattered to my son and maybe I was a little too harsh on him. Maybe. I, I don't know. I thought that he was in like huge trouble when he got back. For he sure. He didn't get the bread and stuff. So I was yeah. like, I was like, maybe the dad like chewed him out or something. I don't know. And then another thing kind of like what you were saying, Andy, is it seemed like 
once you reach old age, you almost go back to being a child in a certain sense, like the way that the door salesman talked to the old man and stuff. <laughs> like there was definitely like power dynamic where the, the old men just kind of sit around mm-hmm. and just kind of chill and people just kind of do whatever like even the kid even though he was the one with virtue like he was kind of rude to the old man sometimes of like <laughs> you're walking too slow like i just i need to go and like yeah. the guy's like go on and he's like okay i'll go and he just <laughs> leaves him so hmm. <sighs> yeah very interesting. <laughs> what are you thinking, Eric? What are you thinking, Eric? What's going on in that noggin ears? <laughs> this old noggin? Yeah. <laughs> that what? didn't sound like my head. <laughs> um, no, no, no. I, I mean, I, I, I fully, I just fully agree with what you guys are saying, and I think that, um, I think that it's very interesting that, like, this kid was the only one who was acting out of like his like his innocence, his human nature. And like everybody was just kind of not that great to be honest. I mean, except for the old man, like the old man that he walked with, um, you know, he seemed like he was, you know, full of history and, and kindness and, 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 you know, he, he was walking with the kid to try and help him. But, um, I mean, this kid, he was just like, I got to get this notebook to my friend. Otherwise he'll be expelled and it'll be my fault. And like, even when he couldn't get it back to him and I thought like that was it, it's all over. Um, you know, he, he took care of it. So, I mean, I don't know. I was just like, this kid was the only kind of like, it was the only example of humanity that I really saw. Like the door salesman was like clearly trying to take advantage of the old man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, Hey, you don't need that, that wooden door. You need an iron door. Right. And he's like winking to the other guy. He's like, I got this. I'm going to sell this door. Um, you know, cause he's an old man and he's going to, he's going to give in and you know, he didn't, but I don't know. It was just, I'm curious as to the, um, Two moments in the film, other than the brief pit at the end, where like it leaves the kid. Because yep. the first one is the grandpa who wants him to go get cigarettes. He goes off on mm-hmm. his beating twice a day and then tells a story about engineers who come to town. And um, the reason the engineers from out of town make more money is because they do everything the first time. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have that. And then the only other time you really leave the kid is after the old man goes home and he just kind of yeah. goes up into his room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We follow him, which is kind of odd. Yeah. But so they're both like old men, mm-hmm. but one of them's clinging to his necessity of authority where the other one seems a little more like an old child. Yeah. And he doesn't have kids or anything. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like he never felt like he, maybe that's why, maybe he never felt like he had to put his authority on someone else because he never had children. So, like he's, a, so he's almost like yeah. views the child more as the human he was never able to have himself. I don't know. Yeah. It's throwing things yeah. out well, there. Well, he's an old man that also isn't sitting around like the grandpa, but he's still committed to his work and committed to his craft and still mm-hmm. making doors, even though nobody wants wooden doors anymore. Everyone wants mm-hmm. iron doors. And mm-hmm. so there's probably something there as well of like integrity and working hard. Um, it's like he's found his identity at some point in his younger life and he just did it. Mm-hmm. And now he's old. He's comfortable enough with himself to just keep doing it. Yeah. 
it's kind of great. He totally reminded me of those, like those old people that you talk to where they're just like, you can tell that this interaction you're having with them, they, they don't have very many interactions. And so they're like telling stories and like really proud of this and that. And like, you know, the, this old man in, in, in this film, he was just like, Oh, I made that door and I made that door. And back in my day. And, and why don't we take a walk down here? I'll show you some of my other doors that, I, and the kid's like, no, I gotta get, I like, I'm late. It's <laughs> dark. There's dogs everywhere. I gotta get out of here. Right. And he's like, Oh, okay, fine. That's, that's okay. And you know, it's just like this. He just wanted to share this thing with this kid and this kid is like clearly on a mission so it was like bad timing but right the kid's not a nuisance to him (laughs) like he's like i actually want to show you this look at that stained glass i made i know you know it was beautiful yeah he's the only adult that has like a give and take relationship with the kid Hmm. who does like the because the kid like you said says some rude things from two he's too slow but he puts up with it and then he lets him go like he also addresses the kid's concerns from the get-go like i think there's intentional irony in that he's the old man who's so dedicated to his craft he even says i think at one point that like i can't i'm too old i can't make doors anymore but clearly he is yeah you can hear him and then at the end he goes up and grabs his saw and puts it down then checks on the kid Mm -hmm. through the window Mm -hmm. and i think there's intentional irony that he's so disciplined and he's so persistent and yet he's the only adult who goes out of his way hmm. to help the kid. So you've yeah. got this grandfather who won't help him at all or listen to him and then just mm-hmm. gives him another meaningless task because he has cigarettes and he's like, I'm just doing it because he, he's not disciplined. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you're just sitting around here all day and then it's the, yeah, anyway, so. Yeah. 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 I think that's interesting. That's great. Yeah, I thought it was great in that scene that it showed because the, the kid's grandma kind of chewed him out earlier in the movie for not taking his shoes off to go up the stairs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you see this old man do that. And so it's yeah. like, you can do this stuff and be disciplined and still be like a decent human being. <laughs> yeah. That's and, a very and, good point. And I like that. Also, the, the mom sent him upstairs to get hot water. And there was a hot water thing like downstairs. Yeah. It was the same exact thing. <laughs> I know. And that pissed me off. <laughs> Do you think that the old man is the kid in the future? You don't think. He also had holes in his in the heels of his socks. Oh, my god! And gosh. Ahmed's the only one who can Whoa. have that. Dude. Time jump. Holy cow. We just watched a time travel movie. We didn't. Okay. <laughs> we did. Yeah, right. did. Why? Wow. Wow. Oh my oh. god. Um. Anyway, do you think there's something being said about the, to use a word, the juxtaposition of the wooden doors versus the iron doors? Mm. Um. I don't know if it's saying something about like a generation gap, the old or, and the new, or yeah, if there's something going on there. Um. Mm. I don't have any. Like, well, he does, opinions, he does say like people, people are getting rid of these doors, but they're not saying why they're getting rid of these doors and they're still functional and they still work and, and they're still beautiful, but they think that these iron doors will last through the ages. And, you know, you almost feel like he's making a commentary on his generation, like this, this older generation that like, we're not totally useless like we can still be of some good use and i can still help a boy find his friend um and i can still kind of you know do things in this life and make make a door and um i don't know that's that's kind of what i saw as far as 
Yeah, the old and the new. I just think it's great that the door salesman is trying to sell it to the other old guy, and he eventually gets to like, you should buy my door because your old door is going to be put in a museum. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, think, think about that. It's like a hard disc. Think about that. They'll want to put it in a museum. It's like, that's great. It's great salesmanship. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think that there was a personal thing about his generation there, but I also got I feel like almost every movie I've seen about Iran has I run. Sorry. Okay, the joke had talking to be about made. it in the past. Doors. Thank you. Um has some form of identity crisis. That seems to be like a big thing with Iran with westernization and, you know, this was made in 87, so yeah. this is during iran iraq war if not shortly after if not shortly after so mm. i assume that there's some national identity crisis along with just the characters in their generations as well hmm. yeah. i got a question yeah go ahead <laughs> like, why didn't this kid use google <laughs> Yeah, you know, oh, Google gosh. Maps would really help out here. Even MapQuest. Back then, it was Ask oh Jeeves. Gosh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. My bad. <laughs> That's a terrible question. Uh, uh, yikes, that was bad. So sorry, no answer? Or? No, no oh, answer. Okay, all right, cool. Sorry you guys had to hear that. <laughs> yeah, oh, um, That's embarrassing for us. So was I run, Jared? Iron. I was saying it like iron, not I run. You said I run. Yeah, but... You said I run after he said I ran. It was a clear joke. We didn't like it. (laughs) It's just because we're talking about I ran in the past. And Andy is over it. He's visually... He's over it. I'm trying to recall the scene towards the end where he's doing his friend's homework (laughs) and it's so windy outside. Uh, Yeah. And the mop... What, was the door iron or wooden that flies open so suddenly? It was wood. It was wood. It was wood. Okay. Yeah, it was wood. Well, I was wondering just because I was thinking on the beginning scene too. I forgot about this earlier when I was talking about the irony of the iron. the retired. <laughs> no, I did it first. Gosh. The retired old guy being like the faithful, disciplined one. Yeah. And then the irony too in the very beginning of the teacher chewing them all out and getting upset, and he's the one that's ten minutes late. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like so, he's so he's so caught up on. Right. You got to have your notebook. You got to do your homework in the notebook, not on a separate piece of paper. You got to show up on time. If you're not going to show up on time, yep. you got to plan it all out. And then he's like, yep. he's late both times. He's late the next. And even, day. and even when a kid like has a legitimate excuse, like he was like, I didn't do my homework because my cousin took my notebook. He's like, always remember that if you go to a cousin's house and you leave and you know, don't ever bring your books because then you might leave them at your cousin. It's like, dude, just like, let it go. (laughs) Like there doesn't need to be a lesson in this that like clearly this kid didn't do this on purpose, but he's like trying to make a lesson of everything. Like everything is a lesson. Yeah. It was just, it was wild. Yeah. I'll go back to something Andy just said. Yeah. That door flings open while he's doing the homework. Mm -hmm. It's dark out, super windy. It's coming in on the kid. Sheets are blowing. Mom's out there cleaning up the sheets. Mm -hmm. What do you think's going on there? It's kind of it's a kind of mysterious shot and moment to me. I think it was a windy night, and it just (laughs) suddenly cuts to the school. Though I was expecting them to do something, then I that's why I was just lost in thought because I was trying to specifically because it was very sudden like the door just blows open and then he you don't seem doing it homework after that point clearly he does he stays up through the night but it's really long I mean, it's like a drawn out minute long scene of him you see the back of his head he's just staring out the door and yeah, he's just staring out times and it's so windy and it looks super cold but it must not be that cold because it's the middle east because he's not shivering at all yeah he I, said he wasn't good i have a thought 
Ooh, yes. And it's based off of the last movie we watched. Ooh. That, I don't know. Just in, wind. In the last movie. Oh, it's we, a gin. It's yeah, a gin. we, talk, we <laughs> talked about wherever the wind blows, you know, wherever there's anxiety and whatnot, the wind blows, and that's where the gin are and all the stuff. And it seemed like he was kind of out in that for a while and then he's back in his house and he's kind of safe and warm and whatever, but he just decides to do the homework, which I had that thought from the very beginning. I was like, why go travel? Like just do the homework for him. But like, (laughs) but he just kind of decides because the whole movie, he just keeps making like mistake after mistake and just keeps kind of making it worse. (laughs) But he finally just decides to do do I, I think so. But I okay. think he, he, um, he finally decides to just like do the thing and like does it. So I don't know. I think because it's a middle Eastern movie, I think that maybe talking about some of that stuff that we may not pick up on. I'm more like, you don't think he keeps messing up. I don't think, well, no, we can talk about that later, but no, I don't. Um, I'm more like, baffled by what the mother out there cleaning up the sheets is i feel like that's more than just like oh there she is getting the sheets because it's windy it's like is it like there's this dark world he's going into and the only one who's really kind of making sense of it for him is his mother is it she's just in it and doing what she can anyway even though she's always going to be in it because she's a woman like i don't know what I think there's something there. I it's like kind of comforting in a way. Well, yeah, he to me. looks out and he sees his mom, and it feels cheesy to say like a beacon, but like that's he's yeah. like, okay, I see this person who's a constant in my life and someone who's like constantly persistent in what she does and does what she does with integrity. Sometimes it's hard on me, but loves me and is <coughs> like cares for me, um, and is most times I would think gentle with me. Like, and so like looking at her and being, I don't know. I I think I didn't see it as like a mysterious, like spooky thing, but more of like a, um, kind of like, okay, I'm going to, I've, I've observed this in her and like, um, I've seen it modeled for me. And so maybe that's when he is like, I could just do his homework. Perhaps. I I saw uh, I I'm kind of thinking that like he started getting cold when it was I mean he didn't say he was cold but it started getting kind of cold when it was dark mm-hmm. and he was walking home and then it's dark it's it, it's really dark out the sun's gone and then the dogs are barking and he's just like that's kind of when his fear starts to kind of settle in um <clears throat> And I think that, and then, and then when he's doing his homework and he looks out, he's looking back out into the darkness. He's looking back out into the wind, into the storm, into the unknown, kind of like the, the, that's where the scary was. That's where the, like the, the fear was. And I'm, and I'm almost kind of seeing that as like a symbol of like adulthood or like growing up and like that out there was like this insane adventure but that's that's in here i'm i'm safe i'm a kid i i have what i need but out there that's 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 the scary kind of unknown kind of him growing up or 
you know, the future of him, you know, having, having to grow up and in here he can still be a kid. Um, I don't know. I just kind of got that, especially when he was like, yeah, it was like, he was coming home late at night, but like, yeah, it was like dark and there was dogs barking and he was like freaking out. He was just like, cool. I'm, I'm See afraid. The cool mosaic window light on the wall. Mm. Yeah. I love that. I like that. Yeah, it was good. Anyway, sorry. What, what'd you, what'd you guys think of, uh, the end in the, in the classroom where our hearts beating faster yeah. than what we were coming down to the wire, you know, the teacher slowly checking everyone's homework, getting closer and closer and to the kid pulls out two pieces of loose leaf paper. Yeah. And we're like, Oh, oh no, no. He, he's going to get, he, he never got his notebook. He's going to do it on. Yeah. Just random paper and he's going to get expelled. And then, Ahmed isn't coming. We're like, where is he? And he he's looks, not there. He looks so defeated. Yeah, too. yeah. He's knows. like, he knows. <laughs> Poor Muhammad. He knows. And then at the last second, Ahmed comes in, and he, oh, it's just the sweetest line. I, I welled up a little bit. He's like, I did your homework for you. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, it is more so than, sweet. More than that, that line where he he, he comes in late, and it's like. The the, ex- the 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 excuse that was given before that got excused was that this kid was coming from this town pretty far away, mm-hmm. and so he's like, <laughs> so he comes in late, like at the end of the movie, and he's like, hey, where, where are you coming from? You co- you, you come, come from, from Poshta? You come Poshta? from Poshta? And he's like, yes, because that worked as an excuse. And he's like, is that where you live? And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and the teacher is just like. Like whatever, I don't care at this point. Yeah. <laughs> you could just like tell this kid was just like working through the lie, and it was like, uh, that's why I'm late because I came from this. And he's like, is that where you live? And he's like, no, that's not where I live. Mm-hmm. It was so hysterical yeah. because because this kid just has like this like almost just like dumb look on his face, yeah. <laughs> like almost all the time, yeah. like just like eyes wide and like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I read that as a constant, uh, like, fearful, like, what do I do to not get in trouble? Yes. Yeah. Oh, this kid is constantly, constantly being either shamed or punished or, yeah. like, reprimanded. Which yeah. is ironic, because that's what saves his friend at the end, is all yeah. the other kids are getting in trouble. And he's like, why didn't you do the homework? Why'd you spell uh, pedestrian with two S's instead of one S? <laughs> you dumb like, idiot. All these things. Yeah, no, if they hadn't gotten in trouble, yeah. then he would have just gone through the homework and gotten to him pretty quickly. <laughs> Which is interesting because, so I said in the beginning, the movie's slow. I was tired. It's not really my type of film, right? right. It's not going to be my favorite. But I'm surprised how it. invested I was. Because yeah. Yeah. I was invested. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't say I didn't like it. I just said it wasn't my type. But yeah, it's simple. It's like a children's parable, right? Mm-hmm. And yet, like, I'm like, I... Like in that part too, I'm like, I know like the kid's going to show up. He did his homework, but it takes so long to get there. Yeah. And it's <laughs> so long. It's getting, 83 And minutes. this kid, and they just keep lingering on the kid who's his head's between his hands. Mm. And oh, he's yeah. moping and he's like, I'm going to get expelled. And they make you feel it for so long. Yeah. Even though you're like, he's going to get saved. But then they make you doubt a few times because it just takes like a few minutes. And it's like, if the other kids didn't get in trouble, then he wouldn't have had enough time to show up and save his friend. Right. Yeah. Did their old navy run out of pants or something? They all got the same pants. <laughs> hey man, it's called. I knew poverty. that for brown pants. <laughs> wasn't it's called poverty. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Um, <laughs> perhaps. Sure. Um, yeah, I loved that. Uh, 
Sorry, just one last thing. Yeah. Speaking on the persistence of the kid, I did find it funny and ironic. The one scene with the old lady who's ill, who's like does yeah. not feel yeah. well, and like yeah. hacking, like, come and on. then literally like probably fifteen times. I feel like he's please. like, please come, please, I'm well to come, please, please. come. <laughs> Yeah, I Please. need you to come. Just come look at the pants. She's like, I don't know who they are. Just come look at what I found. And finally just grabs her hand and like pulls her out. And then the pants are gone. And then the old woman's like not there. And then he just leaves yeah, he her. He just abandoned her. That to me was funny. So funny. That was a I mean, he just. He's, over and he's over. He's just being funny. like his elders, right? He's seen persistence modeled and he's just doing it now. Yeah. Everyone's just persistent in the way they think is right. So the kid's just doing the exact same thing as they all do. That's why I was yeah. wondering if this was like a, like a Middle Eastern kind of thing I, where like. Yeah, I think know, it totally. is. It's a cultural thing. I, I haven't worked directly with Middle Eastern kids, but I have with South Indian kids. And they, they were this way where you, they would ask you for something. Like you would, you would like throw them up in the air or something. And it's like, okay, we're going to go do the lesson now. And like, you would be in the middle of a sentence and they'd be like, can, can you throw me again? Like, can you do this again, please? And you're like, no, no, it's time to learn. And no, then we're like in the classroom. a few seconds later, they would do the same thing. And it was like constant and you wow. just had to keep saying no yeah. just all the time. That also sounds like a little kid with fun though. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah versus like yeah please come look at these pants please 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 <laughs> it's just like oh my god just shut up <laughs> yeah there's some persistent american adults but for sure it seems for like sure. all the adults in this movie were persistent yeah mm. did you guys have any fa- uh, favorite shots uh-huh shots or scenes we could do either definitely my favorite shot was the first shot of the the kid and the old man coming down the stairs with the stained glass on the window oh i like that one too and it was a it was a long shot because well this man is slow (laughs) just dragging his feet and just like andy is falling asleep during this whole scene i'm sure Andy's still uh, awake. Andy was awake. I looked. I was watching him. He was awake the whole time. But just like this kid and the old man, and like he's he's just re- like I said, he's just like reminiscing on like his life and like what he used to do and like build this and build that, and he's like pointing things out, and it just it's like a static shot. And we're just watching him go down these like stone steps, and on the wall is this like the light is coming through a stained glass, and it's like putting the the pattern on the wall. And it just stays there, and and it's and it's beautiful. I just I loved it. I thought it was awesome. And then there's the same shot when they go back, but mm-hmm. I think it's less um, less impactful to me than the first one. Yeah, because the second one is like, "Come on, old man, you let's go," <laughs> and he's like, "Oh my gosh, I'm going as fast as I can." He's <laughs> about to have a heart attack. <laughs> uh, love it. Yeah. So. Hmm. Um. My favorite's the one we already talked about with the wind coming in. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, we got the greatest chase scene of the 80s, maybe. <laughs> Better than Fast and Furious. Child versus Child donkey. Child versus donkey <laughs> running up that hill. I mean, that hill's pretty iconic, him going up it, coming it back is. down it, going back up it. Yeah. The zigzag. I wish I would have liked to seen him coming back down in the dark, but I guess technically it would have been too dark, so couldn't right. do it. Yeah. But yeah, him chasing that donkey up the hill, that's funny. <laughs> and the guy just like... I know, he's kicking it. He's just like moving his legs. I loved it. That so. hill's iconic. Horizon Lines, 
at the top, not in yeah, the Yeah, I thought the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> oh, boy. Have you seen The Fablemans yet, Cody? Not yet. You gotta see the... Oh, we should watch The Fablemans. I'd like to see it again, actually. It's not great, but that last scene with David Lynch. Whoo! That's, that's a doozy. I mean, I've heard Caleb's interpretation of <laughs> yeah. it, so I don't oh, know. It's, it, yeah, he did it on bot, and it was yeah. pretty great. Yeah. I liked the... Um, the shot of him, like... The, the pants were outlining kind of his <laughs> yeah. head. Uh, and it was like a, it was a white background and like the orange pants and I just like the contrast to that. Yeah. Like the colors. Yeah. I think yeah. it looked good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, go his ahead. His head were surrounded by the pants as if the pants were the only thing he could think about. <laughs> Whoa. You know? Wow. Pants his, head. He had pants head. Pants Total pants I love it because he, he didn't even know if it was his friend's pants. It's I not know. like these are his. It's like these might be. It's like it's the best clue I got. So I got to gotta follow <laughs> yeah. this one through. He kept, he kept looking at that leg like, is it scraped? Yeah, he I went know. back. I know He's my like, friend scraped what? his leg and these knees are kind of scraped. Would it like dry out this fast? Would it be scraped. dry by now? Yeah, 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 right. Because he wetted it down. Yeah. yeah, That's how you heal a wound. He wet it down. Wet the pants down. That's <laughs> uh, covering the wound. I don't know if I have like a favorite <laughs> shot because of like the cinematography but i think this kid uh his acting like he didn't have to he was kind of in the same space the whole time but i think the first realization that he has his friend's notebook he did such a fantastic job with his like body language and everything of the like realization he knew his mom wouldn't let him go like yes there was i mean it was probably 10 15 20 seconds of just silence of this kid just like internalizing i agree all the implications it looked real and it was it yeah. was very good i was like this yeah. is fantastic for an 87 an eight-year-old in a 1987 iranian movie like just fantastic acting mm -hmm. so that I was think, my favorite i think similarly when um when what's his name was like crying at, oh, at the yeah. beginning oh, i was yeah. like namatsade i was like did they just make a kid cry <laughs> because this, is, this looks like a real kid's real crying like like something is deeply wrong like it did not look fake and i was like and the audio of it is so like <laughs> suppressive it's like oppressive feeling it's like oh gosh yeah no i mean it it like yeah that's pretty good it Thanks. doesn't sound or crying. look <laughs> yeah i thought that was great i was like actually if this he, is pretty good you looked at the behind the scenes like you don't see it in frame but someone's just pinching him <laughs> it's, it's caleb <laughs> just pinching pinch, 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 pinch. um i like back back hurts kid uh his performance is great it's like my back just the wide eyes my back, my back. i need to oh, get under yeah. the desk i need to get under the desk with my back hurts. <laughs> i know it's like even when he describes it like i'm on the teacher's side like dude why are you going under the desk if your back hurts what are you doing get off yeah. let's go come on <laughs> eight-year-old kids are weird yeah they he's are like weird. maybe if i stretch it down here <laughs> Sorry, Andy. Did you do this when you were eight? <laughs> All the time. All the time. All the time. I also like... Um, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I like the scene when uh, he thinks he found Muhammad with the oh, dad, uh, the yes. donkey, and his face is covered the entire time. You're like, show your face! <laughs> Who are you? The reveal is great. Yeah, That's and great. then it's not him, and you're like, oh, man. And the reverse later when the, the old man is, is so leading him. Good. 
for yeah. so it's long. So good. And he's like, of course I know this guy. I know everybody. Yeah. I know your dad even. <laughs> yeah. And, and you're with him. him. You're with him. You're like, oh, he knows. It's, it's here. It's, it's gonna here. be this kid. It's he knows here. exactly where he is. And then he leads him, and it's to the same kid's house that he mistook before. And it's just that, like, my heart dropped. It's so defeated. Like, no and again, way. his face, like the kid's face, is like, I can't freaking believe that i'm here again but like, you know what the you kid serious? does you know what the kid does he hides the notebook he doesn't yeah. want to make the old yeah. man feel bad he sticks it in his shirt yeah, that's what i'm saying it. he's a human dude yeah this kid is great he's are we human or are we dancer are we human <laughs> or are we dancers okay andy your favorite shot or scene or scene mm-hmm. yeah probably when he made it back at night and then because it took me a moment to realize he was back at this place yeah. you see the donkey and the door and then it turns and it's the shot right where like he was standing under the bridge staring the whole time yeah where i'm also like why don't you just call out to your friend rather than just watch like anyway yeah. that was funny that was i did funny. and it felt like a children's movie like that they felt like a little gag the whole like his head pinned by the door right yeah. um i've been sitting here i'm curious so i'm just reading other like people's reviews or commentary oh, on it hmm. so i'm definitely doubling down on the subversive stuff because yeah this one person's review seems really insightful i'm not going to read it but to summarize just makes a couple points saying like iranian directors have been conditioned to always be very 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 cautious about not making political statements in films and so inferring that the crux of the film is actually when the grandfather which feels really random when it lingers on him and he's like go get cigarettes and he's like i don't need him to get cigarettes to have him and then his friend is like but what if he's like in the whole like my grandfather my father used to beat me and i we got to teach him discipline and his mm. friend's like but what if he did nothing wrong mm. and anyway so this review saying that's the crux of the subtle protest that the director like is inferring in there that still felt it emotionally resonates with you now even though it's so simple mm. um but it's this whole like authoritarian sort of regime right and mm. respect and just we need to, you need to do everything right and just do what you're told and it's a subtle like the kid is the one who's pure in heart and trying to do what's right and none of the adults will let him and they're all sending him around anyway so i just mm, like that for yeah. simple layers of of depth for their society that we probably don't appreciate mm-hmm. yeah or yeah. no yeah i That's, mean that was that was new thank you for that that was good i bet that that that's tied to the doors as well of like a replacement of you know mm. beauty and culture and handcrafted things with iron solid you know last forever material right when well, i did pick up like on the credits in the very beginning that whole shot is lingering on an iron door which is clanging kind yeah. of annoyingly you can hear the kids in the background but it's uh, I don't know, two, three minutes before the door opens and the teacher's late and it all starts. But I think it is that this idea of like an iron will mm-hmm. or iron cling. But he all, he like constantly has to shut the door. Like a key, it yeah. never latches. And it's just like, yeah, iron doors are so great. <laughs> they never latch and they're annoying. I also yeah. don't think the iron door maker's house had iron doors. No, it did definitely did not. I don't and know he for took certain, two wooden sure. doors out. <laughs> yeah, to, to to transport. Like, where were your iron doors, dude? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're gonna go put wooden doors into somebody's house? He's full of it, dude. He's mm-hmm. full of it. Jared, you look like you want to say something. <laughs> oh, I can. We were all. I mean, he oh, just took like... a deep breath and just held it. Oh yeah, yeah no, there's just a history of uh, you know Iranian directors being put in jail or. 
Oh, really? Um, things like that going on. So oh, wow. You wow. heard it here first. The film snobs denounce the uh, yeah you Iranian watch what you say you watch oh, what you say you're Jafar, wide-eyed Jafar Panahi is one of them um his son just made a movie last one year that I watched too called Hit the Road it's pretty good Hit the Road okay um there's a yeah one of my I don't want to do all Iran otherwise I'd probably pick this movie called There Is No Evil which is pretty uh yeah the Iranian government wasn't happy about that one either hmm just put mm, it that yeah. way. I think some stuff I read about Under the Shadow was that movie was made in the UK, even though it was all about Iran. And yeah, it was made by British people. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, the director's Iranian. He's British Iranian. He's more British. He's, What's I mean, going he's got Iranian on right parents, now? <laughs> but he grew, up in, he grew up in jolly old England. Well, he must not have any culture then. <laughs> He must not truly be Iranian, I is, say, is what you're saying, I just think it's more British than Iranian, that movie, is all I'm saying. I, I almost chose The White Meadows by uh, that guy that did, that you were just talking there about. There is no evil? Yeah. Yeah, I forget his name. It's really long. Yeah. Hmm. But um, uh, Did you guys have mean teachers in school that you can remember? <sighs> yes. What, what was uh, his or her name? <laughs> you want me to name call? Yeah, call him out. <laughs> Call my right now. I'll call out mine. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Hart. Really? Yeah. She got married. She was my third, fourth grade teacher, and she got married while I was in her class, and she invited the class to go to her wedding. You went to your teacher's wedding? I went to wedding. my teacher's wedding. Wow. Like, the class went to the wedding. Did you have champagne? Uh, I had a whole bottle. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> I my brains out. Anyway, so, yeah, no, but she was, like, real strict and, like, mean and, 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 like, she was, she had good sides, too, but I, I just remember her being, out of all my, like, elementary t- school teachers, she was, like, definitely the, the, like, probably the quote-unquote meanest or she whatever, meanest, but, yeah. yeah. Cool. She just had a few days, for sure. Mm. Mine was, uh, Mrs. Smith. Yeah. Yeah, she was real mean. She was a mean math teacher. Um, <laughs> yeah, real strict, real mean. If you left your book in your locker, she, like, reamed you, would, like... She expelled you. And she she made, literally, I'm pretty sure she made every kid in our class, in any class, cry. Oh, At least, wow. like, yeah, like, what? made you feel so dumb. Wow. In, in al- algebras, yeah, algebra in Dang. seventh grade. She I- had made, she... Every kid, I, I could you? talk to anyone. When did you cry? I could make fun. Of, I could. I could make fun. I could talk to every single one of my classmates, and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, I remember time." Smith. When did you, you cry? cry? Do you remember? Uh, she like would call you out in class and make you feel dumb, and yeah, so it was something like that. Janet Jeez. Smith. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> the first name. Yeah, I'm gonna call it the first name, Janet Smith. You were <laughs> first terrible. <and> last. <laughs> yeah. I always got along with my strict teachers, so mm-hmm. I kind of liked them. You were goody two shoes, weren't you? I mean, weren't you? There's you pick your moment. You pick your moments. Yeah, that's all I say. High school kids, you gotta, you gotta know when. You gotta read your teachers and know when, and it's fine. Yeah, yeah. but you can get away with some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you just gotta make them like you before you try to get away with some stuff. Don't go in guns blazing. Yeah. Halfway through the year, all right. When there's a substitute teacher, you can move the teacher's desk across the room. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just do it. Nice. <laughs> just do it. Oh boy! Do you have anything, Cody? Any no. mean teachers? I I had some strict teachers. I don't think there was any like mean spirited or like. Yeah, this guy was mean. Like 
kind of like you were talking about just like bringing people down really i think i saw a couple of my teachers cry but (laughs) you made your teachers cry. (laughs) maybe say you're stupid (laughs) Say you're stupid. (laughs) Cody, stop it. (laughs) Mr. Martin. (laughs) I ruled those classrooms with an iron fist. Cody, like, specifically requested an iron door on his. Yeah, I bet. Oh, yeah. Specifically. (laughs) My my little desktop was iron. Yeah. Wood. Uh, Anyway. I love it. This is a good film. Yeah, I don't have much else for you. you no, can I it. end with the reading that Andy gave me, which is a poem that inspired the movie? Oh, yeah, wow. is it a real yeah. poem? I'm going to read the second. Yeah. I'm going to read okay. the second half of this poem by uh, Nishani. Go ahead. It's Nishi. English translation. English translation. Okay. <laughs> Walk to the end of the lane, which emerges from behind the puberty. Then turn towards the flower of solitude. Two steps to the flower. Stay by the eternal mythological fountain of earth where a transparent fear will visit you. In the flowing intimacy of the space, you will hear a rustling sound. You will see a child who has ascended a tall palm tree to pick up chicks from the nest of light. Ask him, where is the friend's house? And scene. Wow. Thank you, Abbas. I would love to be in your next movie. Did you have AI wow. write that? <laughs> ChatGPT? <laughs> I don't think there was any palm trees in the movie. Wow. Was that actually ChatGPT? No, no, that's yeah, a legit poem. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, supposedly um, Wow. It's probably better in Arabic. Poetry doesn't always translate. Probably. <laughs> it's probably better in Arabic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah. heard the English translations better. <laughs> made a lot of improvements. <laughs> this poem was probably better in its original language rather than Google Translate. It's kind of it. like a King James Bible situation. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys. <laughs> on that great note. Mm. Thanks, for, uh, thanks for watching this movie with me. That was fun. I really yes. liked it. Yeah, it was fun. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, I yes, like yes, it. Yes, 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 Everyone yes. should watch it once. If Everyone you watch should it twice, just check, it's out, up to you. check out Abbas's uh, Uber, as it were. Is, as it is. As it, say as Uber? Uber? <laughs> Uber? <laughs> I don't know. It's a check out his word. Uber. Company. He's got a really nice vacuum. Check, check out his catalog. Uber, um, especially certified copy. Yes, man, that's what a, a bop. Certified copies and all. Time. That's a great. Well, uh, next time. Scoop boop. <laughs> all right, is it? It's my Eric's pick, pick. My pick next time. Yeah, Eric's pick. We're gonna get more Abbas. Wow. Don't know. Yeah. Don't know what I'm picking. Well, we're excited. at this stage. Pick uh, seven lions or three lions. <laughs> <laughs> Four lions. Is it five lions? That's, that's even more British. From the seven. How, many, how many lions four. are there? Did it count? They go to the Middle East? <laughs> do they? I think they. they oh, they do. No. Yeah. I love oh. that movie. <laughs> that is not counting. That's top I'm three sorry. comedy all time. Okay. It's probably the most I've laughed in a movie since Shrek retold. <laughs> <laughs> We got to do that for the pod. Wow. Uh, all right. Well, thank you so much for coming, guys. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. Hope you watched it. All right. We'll talk to you later. We wish you the best. Goodbye. Oh, oh what? No, I was going to say, um, I just recently was uh, made aware that some people watch the movies that we um, do and like 
watch the or listen to the podcast along with us. Wait, they, they, they do? Like, they like play. <laughs> people listen to the people podcast. People listen to the they podcast. They like yeah. play along. They like play along by uh, watching the movies. Nice. Wow. Well, oh, we thank nice. you. Simba, yeah. oh, nice. Simba threw the rock so hard <laughs> that it. He threw his arm, went around his head, and the rock went backwards, and it hit Mufasa. <laughs> This is going off the rails. What is happening? Have you seen Have you seen Four Lions? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, man, it's so we should watch it sometime. It's, so it's such a good rewatch. All right, we gotta go. All right, all right. See you guys later. Bye, bye guys. Good night.